to the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings in the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 1077 The Beat. Enjoy the ride. Good morning. It's Megan. It is December 9th, Thursday. Looking forward to today for many reasons. One in particular, I have a gift card giveaway to Boxwood Kitchen in the Old Mill District. If you haven't been there yet, my goodness, what a great and delicious restaurant. Also, uh, Thursday morning, so Eric's going to come in and join me for the latter half of the show. Looking forward to catching up with him. It's been a few weeks. Coming up next, if you are looking to host a holiday party of any kind, maybe you even have a birthday this month, uh, your company doesn't know where to host your company holiday party, do I have a fun idea for you? I hosted my Halloween party this year and oh, we had so much fun. More details on this coming up next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. If your office doesn't know where to host your holiday party this year, well, look no further because Seventh Mountain Resort has so many fun options of rooms uh, for you, your friends, your staff, whatever the case may be. Maybe this is a holiday party you would like to put on. You just don't want to host it at your own house. So you want to host it at an amazing venue like Seventh Mountain Resort. I hosted a, a Halloween party there this last year and uh, this last October and uh, they have a speakeasy room that's right, it's connected to the bar. So it was so much fun to be able to uh, de- go uh, go up to Seventh Mountain a little early, decorate the room a little bit. We added some spider webs, added some fun lights. They even let us use some of their lights. Um, we made a photo wall. It was a, a whole event that afternoon and Seventh Mountain staff helped us set it all up. And then, uh, of course, with the speakeasy room, we make, made it a speakeasy themed Halloween party. Uh, so it just couldn't have been better. It was perfect. It was so much fun. And if you haven't been up there to see that speakeasy room, definitely do so up at Seventh Mountain. But they don't just have the speakeasy room. They have other banquet rooms that are smaller or even bigger. Um, plus, plus, the ice skating is open right now. So if you have a birthday to celebrate, what a great place to celebrate your birthday up at Seventh Mountain Resort. One thing with ice skating to note, um, it's open to the public, but make sure to to reserve a spot online. Uh, it sounds like a couple weekends ago um, that they were booked and had to turn people away. We don't want to do that. So uh, make sure if you're going to go ice skating to Google Seventh Mountain Ice Rink to reserve your spot. Coming up this hour, a little celebrity news. Rebel Wilson, her management team apparently wasn't happy with her weight loss. So we'll talk more about that right around 7.30. Plus, I have a gift card to a delicious restaurant in the Old Mill District, Boxwood Kitchen. Um, It's super close to Rapa Nui and in that kind of back alley part of the Old Mill District, but that'll be fun to give away that gift card right around 7.45. Plus, as the show goes on, uh, Eric's coming in to join me. I almost called him Jarek. Join and Eric turns into Jarek. Well, Eric's coming in to join me for the latter half of the show. It'll be a lot of fun to catch up with him because it's been a while. Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy in Bend, Redmond, and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. While cool temperatures in place, pile burning is underway in Shevlin Park. Yesterday, Bend Parks and Recreation crews began burning small piles of woody debris and will continue through Wednesday. The park remains open, but smoke may be visible. Also, high school students at Redmond Proficiency Academy are asking nonprofits to apply for funding. Recently, the student-led Community 101 class at RPA received a $5,000 grant from the Oregon Community Foundation. Students in the C101 class want to hear from local organizations. Apply by February 11th. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is going to be not very high, like 40 degrees, uh, partly cloudy skies. 
Our sun is setting just before 4.30, and our overnight lows tonight are going to be in the mid-20s. So pretty gosh darn cold. It looks like uh, pretty similar to tomorrow. We'll be in the low 40s, our daytime high, and our overnight lows in the 20s. Still looking like we're going to see some potential snow come this weekend. I don't know how much we'll really see in town because it's not going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be cold. It'll be in the mid-40s, but it's not obviously going to be um, snow keeping around on the grounds cold. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Hopefully this just means uh, some snow in the Cascades. That's where we can really use it as people are getting more and more excited, including myself, to uh, kick off the ski season. Currently in Bend, it is 27 26 in Prineville and 31 in Sisters. Coming up next, Rebel Wilson. I follow her on Instagram. Uh, she's so fun and I just find her so inspirational in a lot of ways, especially if she's kind of taken on this weight loss journey. I feel like I'm trying to follow in her footsteps, but turns out she, her management team was not stoked when uh, she presented the idea that she was going to uh, focus on losing weight. And uh, we're going to talk more about this coming up next. Apparently, this type of situation happens pretty frequently with celebrities trying to make a change with their bodies. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. If you follow Rebel Wilson as closely as I do on social media, you've seen um, her posting her weight loss journey. She's lost um, 77 pounds. It's incredible. She looks amazing. She looks amazing before. And it's been neat to see, you know, that it's not all glamorous, right? This going through this process. And it doesn't just, just fall off of you. It's a long process. And Rebel Wilson has definitely showcased that on social media. So that's really neat to see that even a celebrity, you know, goes through difficult um, times making a lifestyle change. It's difficult to make a big change like that. But um, over the weekend in a BBC interview, uh, she opened up saying that her team in Hollywood did not support her weight loss or health journey. She said, quote, I got a lot of pushback from my own team, actually, when I said, OK, I'm going to do I'm going to do this year of health. I feel like I'm going to physically transform and change my life. They like shot back at her and said, why? Why would you want to do that? Because you're earning a million dollars being, you know, the funny fat girl and being that person. Now, Rebel said that she wanted to share her journey so others can see her struggles, which she totally has done that. And also, she opened up to having a medical condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome, which causes infertility issues. So she wanted to also get healthy for when she's ready to have kids. She said, quote, I was still very confident being bigger, even though I was probably double the size, sometimes triple of other actresses. But I know deep down inside, some of the emotional eating behaviors I was doing were not healthy. I'm just amazed. Apparently, this happens fairly frequently where management teams just don't want people to change because their success might be based on what they're up to. Um, and I'm proud of Rebel for sharing this story and kind of putting her team on blast to remind the team that it's still her body and she has a future and wants to be able to have kids safely and all that jazz. So I'm, I'm even more proud of Rebel. I was already a big fan, but now I'm even a bigger one. From Sia. Santa visits everyone. That holiday beat brought to you by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage loves to honor the heroes in our community. Uh, they've teamed up with the Homes for Heroes program to cover the cost of the appraisal on your next purchase or refinance. Make sure to call Man Mortgage today to apply for your hero savings. Coming up next, I have a gift card to Boxwood Kitchen, an amazing restaurant in the Old Mill District that I can't wait to tell you all about and your chance to win that gift card coming up next. Here's Swedish House Mafia and the weekend Moth to a Flame on the beat.
All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Really looking forward to uh, this gift card giveaway this morning to Boxwood Kitchen. Oh, this restaurant, you guys, is so incredible. It's it's in the Old Mill District, kind of in that back alley part of the Old Mill District. Uh, pretty darn close to Rapa Nui. They're adjacent to uh, Jimmy John's. And they're incredible. Make sure to make your reservations with this gift card that you win today uh, because you're going to have a great time. Um, I'm really hungry and it's not helping that I'm looking at this menu right now, but I can't help but share some of the things that you can look forward to when you go to Boxwood Kitchen. For example, I could just get the Brussels sprouts and the Korean fried chicken bites from the starters menu and be a happy camper any day of the week. But if I'm trying to, you know, Maybe add some greens to my life. I love their fall salad. It's got roasted squash on it and fresh apples, um, cherries, baby kale. It has like everything I love in a fall salad all in uh, one delicious bowl. Um, some of the mains that, that they offer, steelhead filet, maybe some beef back ribs, um, some chicken schnitzel, pork shank. See what I mean? My mouth is literally starting to water. The flourless chocolate cake is also something that you should get at the very end of the meal. Just wrap it up nicely. They've got great cocktails. It is a, such a great restaurant. Delicious food. My goodness. And I've got a gift card right now to give to you to Boxwood Kitchen. Give me a call. 585-1077. 585-1077. Be caller number seven to a, a gift card to Boxwood Kitchen in the Old Mill District. Dial it. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Really excited to be giving away this gift card to Boxwood Kitchen right now. 1077 The Beat, who's this? This is Nora. Nora, you're caller number seven. My goodness, I went to drive that restaurant so bad when you were talking. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it sounds so good, right? Even though it's like super early in the morning, all of the, all of the meals I sound know. great. But I don't eat breakfast in the morning, so I am like starving. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. You're welcome, Nora. Have so I... much fun. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend Redmond and online at Thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. It's open enrollment time again for health insurance. Oregonians who are currently uninsured or looking for better health insurance rates should visit OregonHealthCare.gov slash window shop to preview plans and see how much they can save on monthly premiums. To get coverage by January 1st, you must enroll by December 15th. Also, high school students at Redmond Proficiency Academy are asking nonprofits to apply for funding. Recently, the student-led Community 101 class at RPA received a $5,000 grant from the Oregon Community Foundation. Students in the C101 class want to hear from local organizations. Apply by February 11th. Taking a look at your forecast today. Looks like highs aren't getting very high. Ooh, like 40 degrees today is our daytime high. Mostly cloudy skies. Uh, looks like... Our overnight lows tonight going to be in the 20s, so staying nice and chilly as well. Tomorrow, very similar to today, maybe a little bit more cloud cover. Um, it looks like low 40s, our daytime high, and our overnight lows in the 20s. Saturday and Sunday, looks like I still see kind of some snow in the forecast. Uh, doesn't I mean, it's the, our daytime highs over Saturday and Sunday are going to be in the mid-40s, so nothing really substantial I don't think is going to happen as far as like it's sticking in town. But this is like really good news for the Cascades. Let's get some snow up there. Currently in Bend, it is 27, 28 in Prineville, and 31 in Sisters. And now, Megan in the Morning listeners, put your hands together for this entertainer, content creator, and media professional man. It's Thursday Mornings with Eric. 
He's back. Welcome, Eric, to the studio. I'm here. <laughs> I'm so excited you're back. I'm sure the whole studio audience missed me. I know. They really did. All They've been of booing the, at me the, the whole backstage time. staff missed me. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you missed me as well. The, the makeup artist. Yeah, the whole the whole uh, behind the scenes crew here. They give you a really good warm welcome. At the morning, uh, the morning, the beat show. They absolutely couldn't yeah. wait to see me. Yeah. And so I'm glad to be back. They even brought donuts. They brought I'm, donuts and cake. And I it know. was a whole thing. <laughs> I'm not sure why the cake. <laughs> donuts are basically already a cake. They really are. So. Which we were just talking about Pine Tavern and their delicious scones that they start off the meal mm. with. It just seems like they're getting away with highway robbery in like the best way possible. And they're giving you frosting basically <laughs> to put on it in the honey butter, which I'll also be fine with I for would, the end of time, until the end of time. Absolutely. Yeah. I would just eat that on the, on the side I of have anything. For breakfast. I could have that for dessert i could have that for dinner i don't know i don't know that thing is kind of its own it is magical bubble yeah they know what they're doing at the pine tavern well i'm really looking forward to uh, hanging out with you eric we've got lots to catch up on we do i really want to hear about how your thanksgiving went i know you guys hit the road um and so looking forward to that as well mm-hmm. as i have some fun i want you to think about it now okay but don't tell me anything i want to know about some of your favorite childhood movies oh Good. Great question. Okay, good, good. Um, many other topics. I'm sure you have some fun top headlines as well as we're expecting probably Always. around 930. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Uh, so it's going to be fun. Eric's in the studio. The whole studio audience is going wild. I'm back. <laughs> All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Okay, tell me everything. Tell me about Thanksgiving. Let's start there. Okay, well, um, <clears throat> Thanksgiving. So we went to visit my folks who live in, well, they live slightly outside of like the fun area of Las Vegas. Okay. So is it a drive away? What's that? Is it a drive away? Yeah. It's like a 15 ish, 20 minute drive from the strip. Yeah. They're not far, but it's very, you know, that, that distance can be varying amount of times because of traffic. It's just, there's only like three directions you can go and it gets congested. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, so we visited them and they recently moved into a new place there. So it was fun to see their new house. Great. Uh, my sister came as well. Neat. Uh, so it was a whole family thing and we only stayed with them for a night and then we went and stayed on the strip for oh, three wow. nights after that. So it was sort of an excuse to have a vacation. Uh, yeah, well, I which mean, was fun. They live in the Vegas vacation, vacation spot, you know, they, but they probably know what they're doing by moving there. They do. Um, they don't really go to the strip very often anymore, but we made them come and see us for brunch on Sunday. Oh, good. As well, so it was good. Now tell me, what did you do for your little Vegas uh, Thanksgiving vacation? We stayed at the Cosmopolitan. Great. Um, and we saw a couple of shows. We ate all the good food that we could find. Good. And we uh, ordered some room service and relaxed quite a bit as well. That's... Uh, which was nice. It was kind of like, you know, it, we haven't done that type of vacation in a very long time. We usually do more adventurous kind of a vacation. So it was nice to just... Chill. Relax. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Good. Pre-holiday hustle. I mean, the ho- their their hotels there are so nice that it's it makes so it fun. pretty easy to just chill in the hotel. Okay, so tell me about the shows that you saw. So we shot, well, we shot, we saw <laughs> the uh, Michael Jackson tribute, which is a Cirque du Soleil production, oh. which was really fun. I think it's called One. Yeah, sure. I think, so. I think it is too. Um, there's a Beatles one that I always confuse the names. Anyway, it was the oh. Michael Jackson one. It was wonderful, very inventive, and it was in kind of a small cabaret style theater, but it was still Cirque du Soleil show, so it was very like oh, explosive. It was my really gosh. fun. Uh, highly recommend it. And then the one that we always go see, sometimes we see them in New York, sometimes we see them in Las Vegas, Blue Man Group. Oh, really? Such a fun show. <laughs> I cannot recommend Blue Man Group highly enough. It's so funny. Now, they're the group, obviously, they're all covered in blue, and yeah. they like drum with paint. Yeah, it's kind of a mix between like a, uh, I don't remember the name of that 
company that would do, like, I think it was called Stomp. Okay. Right? I think it's I have no idea. They do like a percussive thing with like things that aren't drums. So they do like, uh-huh. there's someone's like sweeping and then someone's hitting a trash can uh-huh. and then they do a whole choreographed like kind of dance and rhythmic performance. Wow. That was kind of Stomp. So they're kind of a mix between that okay and the Cirque du Soleil clown character in every show the yeah. one that's sort of silly and but also skillful and so they they don't speak at all wow they do a lot of audience interaction that stuff where the three of them they're always on the same page it's hilarious really uh but where they never speak it's very uh clown based like okay. I said and then all of a sudden all these incredible rhythmic performances as well and oh my gosh. And the, the the sort of the audiovisual parts of the show are super funny and well written and timed well and audience interactive and it's always fun, always a little bit different. Wow. Uh, highly recommend. I can't rec- recommend the Blue Man Group enough. Not, not enough is, people have seen them. No, I sure haven't. They're and so fun. Now I'm going to have to put that on my bucket list. It's a guaranteed fun time every time and it's totally family friendly every single time. Oh, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I'm glad that you guys had a great time. Uh, did you guys party pretty hard too? hit the clubs? We did. We did. did we yeah. partied a little bit. Um, <laughs> my wife is uh, doing a, a dry December. I read her Instagram. So, and I'm do- I wasn't doing a totally dry December. I did a dry-er December, so I still enjoyed Vegas fair- a fair amount. Okay. Okay, yeah. good. Because I was like, wait a minute. You guys were in Vegas? How do you dry anything in Vegas? Oh, we you order a lot of room service, relax, just lay by the pool. It was great. There's options. It was. I was, I'll say it was a dry-er December. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Coming up next, I can see him already writing down on that post-it note. Um, I'm going to be asking about your favorite childhood movies. Yeah, and I, I, I have a, I loved movies as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get a video game system until kind of late in the game, so I was all about movies. So sure. this is perfect. Okay, good. Well, you also might be the perfect candidate for a side gig. Uh, you might be able to make some money while rewatching some of these favorite childhood movies. More details next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Okay, Eric, I'm glad to see you have a nice list of favorite childhood <laughs> movies over there. It's like still going. Yeah, it's. I, I didn't realize how easily the, the my pen would go to paper on this. It's. I could probably keep going and going. I like I said. I, I, my, when I'm when I was like by myself and trying to pass time activity again because I didn't get super nintendo or n64 until kind of late in the game which is not i wasn't in any way missing out really i just didn't didn't, i didn't focus on it until later Later. in the game so i was all about watching movies i would rent and re-rent movies Uh from blockbuster pacific video those who are around still remember it uh or hollywood video and just watch the same movies continuously right so this is a perfect question for me okay good well don't tell me yet the big question here uh as i'm wondering if you know if someone paid you $1,200, $1,200, could you watch all of them again? Absolutely. I know, what a silly question that I asked. Uh-huh. Uh, turns out Dish is offering a movie fan the chance to make some cash while watching their favorite childhood faves. All you have to do is explain why you're the person for the job and you have to list your favorite movies from childhood and apply by December 17th. So I think, Eric, we I'm, should take this opportunity to apply. I think I am literally tailor-made for this position. <laughs> okay, so what's on the list? What are you going to have to be watching for okay. this 1200 bucks? I, I, thought I, I thought it was going to be easy to do this, so I just started scribbling down movies that I liked. But they're in kind of different categories. <laughs> okay. So there's like the sports inspirational movie category. That's a huge genre for me as a kid. So I like to remember the Titans, obviously, okay. but that was a little bit that came a little later. And then I really liked the movie The Hoosiers. If you've ever seen that, no. Gene Hackman, head coach of the Indiana Hoosiers basketball team, college about uh, uh, incredible movie. <laughs> it's like basically just like Remember the Titans, except for a little. It's a little uh, uh, dialed down in terms of the Disney quality. Of okay, it. but it's really good. Okay, uh, the Ace Ventura movies are 
canon to me. Okay. Love them. <laughs> uh, silly, funny for the sake of funny, mm-hmm. not hitting too hard in any one direction. Uh, Anything Mike Myers made too, yeah. which is the Austin Powers franchise, right? As well as, uh, so I married an axe murderer. Oh, I don't know that one. Uh, I mean, just classic, absolute classic. It's from the eighties. Okay, which leads me to my next section, kind of the at that time in my childhood, even the movies that were eight to sure. ten years old, like the Police Academy franchise, okay, like Revenge of the Nerds franchise, okay. were. I mean, it's still to this day those movies. If they're on, I'm going to watch them. Okay. And some some movies don't hold up, like you said. Would you be able to watch those movies again? Sometimes when you go back and watch a childhood favorite, it's like, oh gosh, yeah, why did I like what that? What was I thinking? Yeah, uh, but yeah, those ones, those ones always hold up to me. And then there's the obvious favorites too, like the Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Adam okay. Sandler franchise. Yes. But that's those are obvious. So I left them be. Those are really good. But How about um, you? Do you have a clear? Well, I have more like kitty movies, <gasps> like Land Before Time. Oh. You, so you I see I, that's a great category too. But see, I, I get what you're saying with the categories because it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. We're like, where would Honey I Shrunk the Kids go? That's kind of in between Land Before Time and what I'm talking right. about. But I, I mean, great movie franchise, by yeah. the way. That's Honey, a I good Shrunk one too. Kids. I know. I, mean, I forgot all about it. Yeah, me too. And I was just like, I went and googled like kid movies just to kind of like jog my brain a little bit. But the first one before I even did that was Bugs Life. That was a really good one. Good one. Yeah, and that was good one, one of like Pixar's first. And if you watch it soon, then you realize that. They've come a long way. That's and see, that's kind of what I mean. Like I, I don't fault them for it because back at the time, that was that was revolutionary animation. It was incredible. But now they're, so, I mean, they're so mind blowingly good. Now yeah, right. It's that gorgeous. I mean, they're my favorite movies. Yeah, those <laughs> the animations. I know are always fun to watch. It's kind of like going to see the Blue Man Group. You know, you're gonna get a laugh. You know, you're gonna feel something, but not too hard. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like hits the heartstrings, but you don't. Teaches like, a nice down. lesson always. Right. And then you get to go home happy. <laughs> yeah, they really know what they're doing. They sure do. Okay. Well, I. I think we filled out your application. We'll just make sure to get it submitted before we'll December 17th. We'll just send this recording their way and they'll just know exactly <laughs> who's meant for this. Yeah. How do you feel, Eric? I feel good. <laughs> do you feel good? <laughs> I, I don't know. How do you feel? Yeah, I feel I feel good. I feel good. Okay, good. <laughs> We're getting closer and closer to the weekend anyway. And plus, this is a story coming up next that I think is um, wild. And if we were the person to find this, I think we would also feel good. But um, we'll talk more about it coming up next. It's all about that wall of riches story about mm. the guy who found the money in the bathroom. He was repairing the toilet at Joel Austin's mega church and yeah. found this like huge amount of money. Yeah. Okay, great. Have you heard this? I I heard it. I don't know the details acutely. Okay, great. We'll talk about more coming up next. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. We're talking about that wall of riches story, Eric, where that um, the guy who is the plumber, he was hired to fix the toilet at the mega church of Joel Austin's and found $600,000 in the wall. In the wall. Riches in the walls. So he went ahead and uh, gave it to the maintenance manager at the church. And the maintenance manager called uh, the police department. And as an update of yesterday, uh, the guy who turned in the money got $20,000 as a reward. Good. No kidding. I love that. doesn't seem to be a part of the story often enough. No. And and it should be because I don't know if I would have turned it in. I'm saying he probably found $80,000 in the first place. <laughs> right. Took his tariff and then got a reward, which he rightfully should have for giving any amount up. My goodness. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think? They say it, this might be linked to 2014 when there was money taken from the church and it oh, was missing. right. And there was the there was the scandal like they bought jets and there yep. was a whole one of their kids, I think. One of his kids. I don't know. Forget it. But yes, I remember this. Yeah, so they're saying that it's kind of it could be linked to that, but they don't know yet and they're investigating it. Yada yada. I definitely think it's linked to that. Um, But I'm also kind of wondering if this is an inside job. It must be. Right? 
Absolutely. I mean, let's just like dissect this for a second. Okay, so let's here's be our own detectives. Here's the thing we do know about <laughs> churches in any form, way, shape, or size. They are tax exempt mm -hmm. and they make lots of money. This is a church that is mega. Yeah. And broadcasts on television to lots and lots of people, even the ones who don't show up there, and they ask for money in every single broadcast. So they're making tons and tons of money, right. all tax exempt, completely tax exempt. That's wild. So they have wow. probably more than enough money to hide in every wall. I, I know. I'm kind of like, maybe maybe they should start tearing down walls. Maybe someone should get in there and do a drywall <laughs> fix Renovation. or something. Yeah, like, I'm a drywall inspector. I need to inspect all of your drywall. Now, let's say you were that plumber. What would you do if you found $600,000? I wouldn't even, like, what does that even look like? I couldn't even imagine. Um, first of all, I'm a decent plumber. Secondly, <laughs> if I found that amount of, first, and the other thing I'll say about this is, the job you brought in to, when you're, to fix the toilet at the mega church is probably very unpleasant. Oh, that's a really good um, point. So <laughs> that really that point. guy deserved a good reward. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's like, he probably had a hazmat suit on. He was ready to go to work. <laughs> uh, in any case, uh, if I found that amount of money, I think I think I would probably be a good boy because I'm a rule follower. I know. Yeah, me too. But I, it would, I would labor over it a lot. The thing is, if I stole, if I steal, if I took any amount before I turned it in, I would just be in. I would be consumed by guilt and worry until the moment that I, until way yeah. past the situation, I would feel the worry that someone yes. was going to link it and I would get in trouble. Uh, I know. I couldn't agree more. I, I feel don't like the same being way. in trouble. I like being in trouble. I don't like feeling that guilt. I would do the same thing of like, well, would they notice if I took just a little bit? And same thing to you of like, but if I ever spent it, I, I just feel like if, as soon as that money would go in my pocket, I'd go up in flames. I mean, you're in the mega church. Yeah. Somebody's looking down being like, bad. But I, I, I was busy laund the last time. You have and to launder the money. You know what I mean? You have to do something with it to turn it into some other, like go to the casino or whatever. I don't know what you I do with know. it. But that point then would be, is it worth it for that? I, I don't know. know. I'm glad they gave him a reward Me lawfully. Too. Now, have you ever um, misplaced money or like found it somewhere and been really stoked? No, but similar situation. I did lose my wallet uh -huh. on the streets of New York City one night. Oh, and then I received a call from a police precinct. Oh my gosh. Saying that someone had turned in my wallet. In New York City. In a Gucci wallet. Oh my gosh. Not that I'm bragging, but it was a gift. Yes. And I was mortified that I'd lost it. Of course. And someone turned it in with no, there was like maybe eight or $10, not a lot of cash, but like everything else was in it. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. And then, and then wow. someone at a police precinct, some, it was a, like a desk person at the police precinct mm -hmm. took time to it was like i can't hold it for long it'll turn into evidence and then I'm like, but like if you want to come get it in the next five to seven days oh my, happened, my, my wife was in new york and she was able but anyway it was unbelievable wow so I, sometimes yeah it yep. works out for the best no kidding and that person obviously good karma and all that jazz whomever it was was a better person than i <laughs> Coming up next on Eric's Top Headlines. We have a camel competition and an unexpected sleepover. <laughs> Aren't these what? getting better and better? I'm so I love the teases. That's wow. my favorite part. That's really exciting. Yeah. A camel competition. And an unexpected sleepover. Coming up next. He researches across the globe, near and far, discovering new stories you've never heard of. It's Eric's Top Headlines. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. 
Oh, Eric. That, has, was, that, that sound by it has to have existed for centuries and you just found it. I, I just discovered that gold mine uh, because, you know, you've been searching top headlines for a long time now. The but. echo. Eric's <laughs> top headline. It's epic. I love that. I knew you'd enjoy that. So good. Okay. What do you got on the table for me? Holy searching near and wide all the news stories. I'm glad that these are good ones this week. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to start with the unexpected sleepover because it's a scenario that I think many of us have sort of dreamed of doing by accident or doing surreptitiously. But what happened this time was uh, customers and employees at an Ikea store in Denmark spent the night in the furniture store's display beds after they became stranded by a snowstorm. Yes, I've heard this before. Isn't this amazing? And it's 31 people. In a whole Ikea. And, they got the whole, and so they literally just said, go pick a bed. Isn't that great? It's amazing. And so the the Peter Elmer is the manager of the Ikea store uh, in Alborg. I may have said that wrong, but it looks, that looks pretty That's good. That's probably right. Uh, said that 31 people slept in the store on Wednesday night when a snowstorm blocked out the nearby roads and brought public transport to a standstill. Uh, he said the impromptu sleepover included watching Christmas specials and soccer games on TV. I mean. That sounds awesome with a bunch of like Swedish meatballs. Our kitchen—that's what he said. Our kitchen staff made sure that there was plenty of meatballs, hot chocolate. uh, I can't pronounce this word. It's some (laughs) sort of risamalande, or uh, I shouldn't even have tried. I don't know why I did. Food, pastries, soft drinks, coffee, and beer for us in in light of the occasion, so we'll be able to keep warm. Uh, He told that uh, the customers and employees had their pick of the comfortable places to sleep. They brought out. You know, sheets and things for people. Incredible. Uh, we slept in the furniture exhibitions our shroom, uh, of our showroom's first floor, where we have beds, mattresses, sofa beds, I and mean. the like. Uh, the temporary tenants were able to leave the next morning, and uh, everyone reported, especially the manager at the sleepover, went super well. Everyone left happy. Yeah. What a great time. Well fed. Well, did you hear like next door was a game store and there was people stuck in there all night? No yeah, they were like looking out the window with tears in their eyes. People are like drinking beer and eating meatballs. <laughs> Having a dance party in Ikea. And they're like, you can't come over here. I know. It's a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah, you're stuck. Yeah. So I thought that was fun. I felt like that was a nice story and also would have been a really fun time. Oh my God. I mean, I was literally thinking, would I rather be in a Costco or an Ikea? Both would be great. I also don't know like if that story would have ended that way. Well, it was in Denmark in like an American Ikea. I hope so. Yeah. But I also hope, fear that we would be reading that story in a more negative light. Like something would have bad would have something happened. Something bad would have happened. Like, oh, man. Someone got robbed. Or like, We're over there. They're someone like, would have oh. taken someone's purse in the night. Oh, and, man. Or like hidden in the Ikea for the next week and stole. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't have faith in us. <laughs> But that's that may be rude. Well, of it's me. like that. Um, before you go into the next one, the um, where the heart is with Natalie Portman. Remember yeah, she got stuck in a Walmart. Yes, made the best of it. Had the baby in the Walmart. Great call. But great. It's just like that. Yeah, awesome time. Only if that would have been lonely. This other one sounds kind of fun. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. This one did sound fun. I wish I had been there. Um, so this one's bizarre. I mentioned there was a camel competition, but there's a twist on this one. Okay, (laughs) More than 40 camels were disqualified from Saudi contest uh, over Botox enhancements. I was literally going to say like steroids for funny. This is what? What does that even mean? Bigger humps? Oh, organizers of a beauty contest for camels in Saudi Arabia (gasps) said 43 animals. Which is a record for this competition. Yeah. Have been disqualified for receiving Botox treatments, facelifts, and other cosmetic procedures. Now, I know we have dog competitions, right? 
Like people yeah. care about the look of the dog, yeah. but I've never heard of dogs getting a facelift. Yeah. And now at risk of dwelling on, you know, any of the treatment of the animals there, there was a, there was a deep dive into the well-being. Now it's not, definitely not recommended. It's outlawed. They don't want anyone doing it, but all the animals are okay. Oh, they're okay. But all the animals are okay. No one's, no one, none of the animals are sick or infected or anything. Yeah. They just got a facelift. Right. Which unfortunately, like I said, don't do it outlawed forbidden don't do this to your camels but luckily they checked into it all the camels are okay uh officials with the uh the monothong mon, mon, month long uh-huh monoth long sorry know. i'm not pronouncing that well uh the king abdulaziz camel festival in the desert northeast region of ridya said the examinations entered into the beauty contest revealed that 43 of them oh, were my. banned uh, and the price of the uh, the the price carried for the winner was sixty six million dollars. So it's not like a small. It's like a big. You know what I mean? This isn't like just a, no wonder they took the risk. A community event. This is like wow. a big deal. It's a it's a camel breeder who wins, and obviously camels are a big deal. Uh, so wow. it was kind of a scandalous thing. Sixty three million on the line. Highest, no wonder forty three of them decided to get Botox. Highest number of disqualifications in contest history. Exactly. A lot of pressure on those camels. Don't you think somebody must have spilled the beans? Because how else would they know? Or maybe the camels were just way too beautiful. <laughs> yeah, they're way too stiff. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday mornings with Eric, and today's random question is. Do you tend to buy things in a certain color from your toothbrush to your car? And what is that color? That's a great question. So I'll tell you my it's hard because, you know, you don't always get the same choice. No. Yeah. But I tend to pick, if possible, green, okay. blue, mm-hmm. gray or black. It's, it's like a color palette where yeah. you only extend so far. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Yeah, I will pick something outside of that. But if those colors are available, I tend to go. I love green. Mm-hmm. I love green. Is that your favorite but color? Like, in, uh, probably, okay. but like, but then outside of just thing objects, oftentimes it's like clothes and things. Okay. My color palette is very much like the fall colors, like the maroon, the oh. green, the forest green, the darker blue, the sort of mustard yellow, yeah, uh, uh, like autumn sort of colors all year round. That's my favorite color palette. Okay. And I find it interesting because I was telling someone this, and then. It was a wardrobe stylist somewhere at some point mentioned uh, who is a color theory specialist. Wouldn't that mentioned be that fun? You te- right? It's kind of interesting that you tend to gravitate towards picking clothes and, and things in life in the color palette that's most similar to the environment where you grew up. Really? Which is not completely untrue. I mean, Central Oregon has a lot of those colors yes. just in the natural landscape. It's very kind of, you know, sage and uh, yeah. forest and <laughs> dark blue. And so it makes sense. It's kind of an interesting insight. It's Well, now that you put it that way, it makes sense that I, I'm like, you know, if it's clothing, it's yeah. anything really dark, which in Olympia, Washington, it was dark my whole entire life. Gray, very gray, black. black. Yep. Little hints of green right. for sure. So I mean, and actually boring. very interesting insight. I was like that. I'm not sure where you found that out or if it's maybe you know an yeah. anecdote or maybe a wife's but it made sense to me and that's usually kind of the route i go you know my water bottle's purple but mm-hmm. it's kind of a you know like not the brightest of purples and it's like a faded into yeah. a black yeah. so it's like i'll do a little color once in a while but you're not, like if you go into my closet you might see something red no neons that's, no neons yeah. i mean unless i'm like purposely dressing up no, for a neon festival patterns yeah nope yeah i like a very simple you know not it's probably you're right where we kind of grew up where if we would have grown up in like miami 
Miami, Florida. It's different, like pastels and <laughs> yeah. yeah, and neon parties. I would Absolutely. imagine. Yeah. That's really interesting. Okay, it is. here's a, then an interesting question. Hydro Flask has so many different colors of water bottle. If you were going to stand in bottle. front of the Hydro Flask wall <laughs> and choose a water bottle, what color would it be? What's like calling your name um, right now? I, it would be like the like the kind of color green of the cap of this. <laughs> really? It would be like a forest green. That would be the one I would go for. Do you have one? I have one that's that color. Yes, I do. It's like a sage. That's great. All the hits going out with a bang with Bruno Mars and Eric. And I'm so glad that you came to tell me all the things that have happened the last couple of weeks. I never shut up if you give me the chance. <laughs> well, it sounds like you and I could have continued the water bottle conversation for a while. We Here's the thing. We get into these weird corners of conversations and, and they could literally never end. Uh, it's troublesome it when uh, you, know, you have like the radio waves to yeah. just talk. So what are you up to today? <laughs> well, um, today we are just kind of, you know, it's that time between the holidays where nothing really gets done. Right. Uh, but you kind of have to fill your time anyway. So <clears throat> we're going to, you know, get some stuff done around the house. Uh, I am I going to have a boxing class at noon. <gasps> hey, I joined a cool. boxing gym near me, which is super fun. I've done it a little on and off in my past, but they're very busy around here because there's not a lot of them available. And which one did you sign up at? Uh, Danzig MMA. Oh, neat. It's right by my house. It's super fun. I cool. love it. So I'm going to be doing some of that. I go two or three times a week. That's so fun. Well, I know that you're typically an at-home gym guyer. I am. And I, and I well, I wasn't until the pandemic. And then I got an oh, awesome home gym set up. Sure. Uh, I used to love going to the gym, but now I'm just like, I have everything I need at my fingertips. But I, I do see. enjoy going out to a place and doing an activity with other people cool. very much. So it's been fun to and to learn a new sport. Right. Yeah, no kidding. A, a fairly new sport to me. Yes, you've got that. Um, that's exciting. Yeah. Okay. Anything else going on this weekend? Um, boy, just just uh, getting ready. We're going to Chicago for some more family Christmas time oh, for my wife's family, and um, we're gonna see a Bulls game. So just kind of getting ready for for leaving again. Cool. One of our dogs is a little bit uh, has a little bit of a belly issue, oh. which of course every time we're about to leave town, it's like she knows. So we have to like get her whole medicine regimen in place. And oh, all that stuff. sweet Delilah. She'll live. Is Pocket doing okay too? Pocket's great. Yeah, right. <laughs> Living his best life. He is. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Eric, for coming in, hanging out with me. I hope you have a great time in Chicago if I don't see you before that. Sounds good. And can't wait to catch up with you more then. Thanks for listening to the Megan in the Morning podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.